Welcome to the Cap City Outfitters Podcast. This is episode 168. You got Chris and Brian, and today is a bit of a gumcast. Yep. Uh, starting with a state of the NFA, um, at least our opinion of the state of the NFA. Yeah. Uh, just want to throw out this right from the beginning. Um, the NFA should be repealed. Amen. And Yeah. But unfortunately, it's probably not going to be, at least any time in the near future. Um, so Chris is going to get on with kind of where things are at. Absolutely. Um, guys, we, we still on a regular basis will have customers walk in and go, well, I, I heard that uh, suppressors were legal now. Um, suppressors have been legal in 40-some states forever, pretty much. There's only a couple of states that are full commie that won't let you have one. Um, so suppressors are absolutely legal. The process is a little bit tedious. Uh, we work with a business partner called Silencer Shop out of Austin, Texas. Uh, they handle paperwork for us, for those of you that don't know. Um, and, and so they do a phenomenal job. But currently, or over the last, I'm going to say six months or so, there's been a shift in how the NFA, how the ATF does business via NFA items. Uh, they finally re-implemented electronic filing for Form 4s. Uh, on December 22nd of last year, that process, uh, the integration with some of their business partners in the industry, like Silencer Shop and some other places, has been an unmitigated disaster on the ATF's end. Uh, Silencer Shop has still been outstanding, pushing their way through all this stuff, uh, but we finally have e-forms up and mostly functional um, when there's a problem now, it's not a linkage problem between the two software systems. It's generally the ATF system being overloaded, which is something that can be overcome by utilizing times of day that are more appropriate. I.e., if you wait till 3 o'clock in the afternoon, there's three or four time zones trying to push stuff through on e-forms, and the system just simply can't handle the volume. If you're processing before noon, Things tend to go really well. If you wait till the end of the day after 4 o'clock, sometimes things actually go through pretty quickly at the end of the day too. So I don't know what bleeds off there. Uh, the other thing is if you got to do something on e-forms, I would suggest maybe also looking at doing it over the weekend. Uh, Saturdays and Sundays, they do have blackout times for maintenance. Those are published. I don't know where, uh, but they are published somewhere according to the ATF supposedly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so suppressors right now. We are hearing from our partners at Silencer Shop that we are sub 90 days on their processing. Uh, so those of you who purchased suppressors from us, most of that didn't wasn't able to be pushed through until the last 60 days from now. Um, today's the 7th of May. Right. So when you get this, could be another week or so down the road. Um, so if you, if you purchased a suppressor, uh, basically end of March, middle of March, end of March were some of the first ones we were able to push through April and May. Um, we're probably, will see some tax stamps coming through in the next couple weeks, uh, hopefully yeah. returning. Same thing for everybody who purchased, um, you know, after the, like the e-form stuff in December Yep. and then January and February, um, those should be coming back soon too. Absolutely. Yep. 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 Yeah. So if you, yeah. And unfortunately, so we were unable to process a lot of that due to the ATF's shenanigans, chicanery and tomfoolery, um, or just maybe just incompetence, um, or all the above, all the above. So so, uh, suppressors are moving. Um, if you were holding off to let e-forms settle down, uh, we're probably in a good place now. Uh, some of the manufacturers are actually doing sales right now. Um, like Griffin was doing a tax stamp holiday kind of thing and some stuff like that where they give you a $200 basically credit toward their products. Uh, so companies are doing some things like that because I think a lot of folks took a deep breath and stepped back from processing because they were worried about whether or not e-forms was going to work or what a mess it was going to be. Um, it, it is, it is functional. It's, it's up and moving and stuff like that. So, um, so part one of state of the NFA or suppressors get on it. Um, part two is going to be form ones. 
um, around the idea of arm braces and what the ATF may or may not do this summer. A um, lot of conversations in the shop, a lot of folks asking, hey, what's going to happen to arm braces, etc. cetera, ad nausea. Um, here's my fair warning to you on arm braces. Most of the distributors that sell arm braces and arm brace type products have gotten rid of that inventory. They have not reordered, they've not restocked, and they are killing the part numbers in their systems. So they have no intention of reordering those parts until the, F until the ATF provides some clarity on the positive side of the conversation. Um, so, and if, if you're one of these organizations, if you're a distributor and you've got a quarter million dollars in inventory from SB, uh, tactical under SB braces, or, or I don't know what the other brands are, but there's other brands out there, um, blade type products, um, hook type products, etc. A lot of the, a lot of distributors are just getting out of that game because they don't know where the ATF is going to go with it. And if the ATF says an AR pistol or a Scorpion or a BNT or a this or a that or the other with an arm brace on it is now an SBR, um, they're going to be stuck with a whole bunch of inventory because none of you guys are really going to want to put a brace on a gun that you could go ahead and have a stock on anyway. Um, so that gets into a lot of legal nuance. It gets into, again, more skullduggery, chicanery, and buttholery by the ATF. Uh, because they're going to take something that there's 40 to 50 million of these products out there on the market and, and say basically uh, this may or may not be an illegal SBR if you put it on an AR pistol or whatever. And we're still waiting to see something in writing and some clarity on that um, come down and then some enforcement conversations around that as well. Um, so, so, you know, that's where we're at with arm braces right now in the shop. As far as braces available for you to put on a weapon, I have maybe one, maybe two items in stock. Um, and we don't know where that's going legally. So when folks ask, I generally respond with something like, I'm not an attorney. I don't play one on TV. I didn't even stay in a Holiday Inn Express last night. Um, you know, do your reading, get out your crystal ball and see if you can figure it out because we don't know because the ATF's not providing clarity on that yet. Yeah. Write your Congress critters and ask yes. them to put some, put some pressure on the ATF. Yeah. Yeah. The current, the, we, we survived the Chipman nomination only to have Chipman 2.0 being selected right now. And it's a lot more quiet process, curiously enough. It's almost like they found out if they elect an anti, approvable anti-gun dickweed, um, and Chibben was a dickweed. I'm sorry, he had an upside down smile. I mean, the guy's yeah. just a freaking waffle from the word go. Um, so, you know, it, so definitely contact your Congress critter, contact your elected folks, um, and let them know that, you know, we, we don't, we, we don't need a disinformation czar um, 2.0 or 3.0, like we're getting right now, too. Somebody who's definitely biased going into that position. We'd like somebody who's actually a law enforcement officer um, and has some wherewithal and knows what they're talking about. Not another not another lefty bureaucrat. So um, please don't use my terminology. Find nice terminology online. I'm sure, like the American Suppressor Association, heaven forbid, the NRA, and some of these other places yeah. probably Fire have some policy no coalitions. Yeah, some good stuff. Yep, JFPO, some places like that probably have some good some good literature that you could pirate cut paste and you know plagiarize in other ways uh, they i don't think they have a problem with that generally as long as you're contacting your congress critter in the appropriate manner um the other thing i'll throw out there too uh this the whole biden thing where every part of a freaking ar is now got to have some kind of a serial number um you know uppers lowers firing pins blah 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 until that's codified into law or codified into a reg by the atf we don't have any more information on that than you do um, and, and, you know, normally I would say, you know, check the tea leaves, uh, check Joe's diaper, um, cause that's what all this is, um, and see what's going on in it. Uh, because we don't know how to read the tea leaves or, or Joe's messes on this. Um, and so the house plan chief's not given any clarity there either. So, 
Uh, the last thing on the stand, anything to add on SBRs, braces, parts, stupidity. Yeah, who knows what the ATS is going to do. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's, it's up in the air. Um, you know, if you were looking at SBR and something, um, I, I would definitely say, you know, if you wanted to preempt this, SBR lower, if it's an AR, go ahead and SBR lower. Maybe not your pistol lower. Uh, maybe SBR a different lower so that you still have a pistol lower to put that short upper on if you want to travel out of state to someplace that's legal. Um, but beyond that, maybe it's time to SBR something and have it so that you're preempting the conversation. Um, so the last thing I'll throw out there, um, stamp one stamp guns. Uh, we've got a couple local vendors that have had a huge increase in demand for people who don't want an SBR, don't want necessarily a pistol, don't want to jack with it. So there's a couple companies that have very good reputations making one stamp guns or one stamp uppers. And what I mean by that is an integrally suppressed AR top end uh, that gives you maybe a 10 to 12 inch barrel or maybe even a little bit shorter than that, but then a suppressor that's integral to it that is not removable. So you don't have to do the SBR stamp. You don't have to worry about pistol braces, whether or not it's an SBR, overall length, blah, 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 blah. Um, they manufacture the integral suppressed device so that it's a 16 and a quarter inch um, and, and make something that you can pay one tax stamp for and have a 16 inch, just over 16 inch legal AR rifle and not have to screw with all this stuff. Uh, one of the products we're carrying is the HM Defense MS5 uh, Stealth. The numbers on the suppression, the numbers on how quiet it is are pretty impressive. Um, I'm not a real big noise geek when it comes to suppressors. I'm a lot into suppression and how it runs with the gun, etc. Um, these are, uh, by all accounts, brilliant products. So take a look at those. Uh, but the one stamp gun might be the thing that helps you not have to worry about is this a pistol, is it an SBR, etc. Uh, and just rock and roll from there. So um, here endeth the state of the NFA. Yeah. Unless there's anything else you want to throw out there. Uh, yeah, just to. to Add on to the HM Defense stuff. We've got a couple of those in stock. Yep. Um, they are a Form 4 process. Yep. And we can push the Form 4 on those electronically through um, the system with Silencer Shop. So we're looking, you know, that sub 90 day turnaround on yep. getting that yes. into your safe um, and out of ours. Absolutely. Um, pretty pretty sexy tool. Definitely something to take a look at. Um, it just, just the, the numbers that they're putting up with these suppressors is, is, is pretty solid because it's built into the gun. Uh, and, and the guys that we know that have, have that have run them that are using them We've got a couple professional end users that that are using them um, And then some civvy guys that have that have newer ones that are beating on them already But HM put up their testing numbers uh, You know definitely go to their site or talk to them about the specs on it compared to whatever you were going to do uh, There is an argument for durability. There is an argument for only paying for one tax stamp um, and, and having something that's just super simple to live with. So uh, definitely a good option. We will also have the, by the time you get this, uh, we'll have the uppers likely, the, just the uppers in stocks. So you want to buy the whole gun, and the price point's pretty solid. So uh, check in with us if that's of interest to you. Um, going to jump to a PSA on ammo. Um, right now, the ammo world is a little bit of a train wreck. Um, you know, we had, again, the house plant in chief did a ban on Russian imported ammo. Um, or a 30% a excise tax, which is effectively a ban on top of the 11% tax that already exists. Uh, so 40-some percent on ammo coming into the country makes it kind of hard to do that. So Russia and then Turkey, um, a whole bunch of the ammo coming into the country comes from Russia and Turkey. And, uh, my, and, and Turkey's not sending us ammo right now. Yeah. They're sending ammo to Ukraine, Belarus, and anyone else who will buy it in Europe who's worried about um, Adolf Putin 
coming into their country um, and doing something crazy there. So, so a lot of ammo being manufactured in Europe is staying in Europe. Um, and the other manufacturers, you know, the whole, well, somebody ought to build a new factory. Well, that's great um, until this ends and everybody goes back to sleep again. So um, the other thing that's kicking the market in the teeth right now, domestically manufactured reman ammo, uh, meaning, you know, once, twice fired brass uh, that somebody's putting together and, and rebuilding and selling um, a, the bulk of those primers, in my understanding, come out of Turkey. They're Turkish yeah. manufactured and they are not making it here. They're, again, going into ammo uh, for Europeans generally. Um, so so that's that's going to put the crimp on things. So, you know, if you're out looking at ammo and you're finding ammo for what you think is actually a decent price for the last two years, you should probably buy it because it's not going to stay there. It's going up. We're already seeing 10 to 15% bumps in pricing. Um, it's going to sting. And again, a lot of this is because there's a war going on in Europe. So, you know, be aware of that. Yeah. Understand how it affects things. And then you also have just incredibly anti-gun leadership that's looking for anything they can do to make it more costly, more difficult, more painful to shoot. And if you think they only want to make things illegal, they're not smart enough to know to tax things. They're Democrats. They want to tax everything including Joe's dirty diapers, but he'll be exempted because he's a politician. So, um, wow. Picking on Joe today. He's just a puppet. So hate to be the hand up his rear. Anyway, uh, training, um, good instructors are booked. Um, good instructors are filling classes right freaking now. Um, if you've got somebody that's been, you know, kind of tickling the back of your brain that you want to take a class with, and maybe you've been lucky and jumped on some ammo and gotten some good prices or gotten stocked up a few boxes at a time here or there, um, keep doing what you're doing. Good on you. Uh, keep being a good American. Uh, but having 43 million rounds of ammo in your basement and not going and training and not sharpening the saw, not working on your skill sets and stuff like that, um, you know, it would really suck to get murked by some 13-year-old gangbanger with a freaking kel -Tec. Um, you know, and then he takes your $3,000 rifle, you know, or your $2,400 staccato and runs off with it because you, you can't get it out of the holster fast enough because you're a tread. Um, so, you know, go out and take a class. Um, you know, I, I realize that ammo is expensive. Training really hasn't gone up price-wise very much. The instructors are understanding of this, and most of them are, are saying, hey, I'm going to maintain my prices, but we want people in here. We want you to get out and train. Come do it. And some of them are making some uh, some – acceptance of the price of the fact that ammo prices are up so they're changing their round counts a little bit some of them are not some of them are saying hey you're going to pay me to train you you got to pull the trigger to do it so you know save up some ammo get in get booked into a good class there's plenty of places to go here in ohio um and, and nearby uh, lots of great names to train with and stuff like that too um you know check out tdiohio.com tdi ohio my understanding is a little bit of inside track here they may be offering some classes from outside instructors um, coming up in the next year or two, uh, some some big names that you're looking for, like like Jedi and some guys like that. Um, same thing with the guys up at Alliance Police Training have always brought in top tier instructors, plus their own guys like Chappie and Doc and those guys. Yeah. Um, you know, definitely some of the best of the best teaching right here in Ohio. Uh, and then here locally, we've got really good med training through J. Crow Consulting. Uh, Jack's a great dude, uh, Purple Heart guy, uh, combat vet, legit dude. Spends a lot of his time teaching military, law enforcement, and, and fire agencies. Um, and, and then also does some civvy classes, some Stop the Bleed, and some TCCC on the side. Um, definitely a good dude to check out. And then finally, our guys at Sierra Training Group here locally, too. Their schedule's jammed right now. So um, if you're trying to get a hold of them, get, you know, be patient with them. Um, like a lot of the other guys, they're booked up, too. There are a lot 
of new shooters in the last two years, 10 million new gun owners, and I'd say probably a third of them are taking it seriously and want training and want to know how to make these things work safely. So definitely check that out. Um, but don't delay on getting into a class. If something pops up you want to do, get on it. Don't say, well, let me think about that because there's no thinking about it. It'll be gone. Anything else to add to that? Yeah, same thing. You know, get get your ammo squared away. Uh, if you got a class, you know, end of summer, October, yeah, you know, in the fall, get whatever. It, get, it get your ammo now. You know, put it, label that case or whatever with you know for that training class. Yep. Um, but get your logistics for that kind of stuff squared away now. Yep, 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 yep. Absolutely. And if there's anything else you're chasing down too, gear wise, I mean, you start chasing down like nylon holsters, belts, um, you know, optics, things of that nature. Uh, the supply chains are still pretty strained on a lot of different things. Uh, so if you're chasing down the gear for that class two, definitely, you know, be, be aggressive about getting into that. Going the week before the class trying to get your gear squared away is probably going to leave you in a pretty bad place. Um, you'll probably be figuring it out with whatever old gear you have. Um, and hopefully, yeah. hopefully you have old gear that'll, that's serviceable. So, um, yeah. last thing I'm going to throw out there, uh, PSA wise, it, this is more of a request than a PSA. Um, attention comrades, attention comrades, da comrade, uh, AK is fine. Yet American made AK may not be. Um, so AKs, we have always sold the guns that we know work. Um, and that may not be the sexiest guns in the world, or it may not be the cheapest guns in the world for sure. Um, if those of you who got in the AK back AK game back in the day and remember a $350 Wasser 10, um, and how all the, all the Russian AK guys buying arsenals look down their nose at you because they could buy arsenals for under $800 and you poor, why did you buy this piece of crap, blah, blah, blah. Turns out that the Wasser was actually a pretty reliable gun. It just didn't, it wasn't a full featured gun. It was a modified gun because of some of the import shenanigans from the Clinton era. Um, so you have a gun that was designed as a single stack gun and then modified to run double stack magazines again and unneutered to some extent. Um, unneutered does not mean sexy. It just means unneutered. Um, the Wassers work, they've always worked pretty well. If you could get one that the front sight wasn't jacked up and the interior welding wasn't jacked up, you're all right. Most of what we see coming in right now as Wassers, um, are Romanian parts kits guns being built as, as Wasser 10s and coming into the country and being modified. They work, the price point's reasonable, etc. Um, we also sell a lot of guns from the Serbian guns in PAPS, the 70s, the 92s and stuff like that, um, from Zastava. Brilliant guns, very well made. You can get a great stamped receiver that's like RPK weight metal. It's a millimeter and a half thick. Or you can get a milled gun that's really well made. Um, really a superior weapon, but you pay the price points there. You know, you're paying what you used to pay for an arsenal a few years back when you could get them. Again, before the house plant and chief fucked that up. Whoops, sorry, wrong word. Um, oh, wait a minute. No, actually the right word. Anyway, yeah. moving on, sorry. Um, we really get into this conversation where the domestic manufacturers are pushing really hard to make AKs. And, and the big question comes down to who's making what and are they worth it? Um, there's been a lot of heartburn over the Century Viscas. There's been a lot of heartburn over the C39V2s. There's been a lot of heartburn over PSA guns with trunnion hardening. Um, are the, you know, is it being made out of the right stuff? And then more importantly, or as importantly, is it being properly heat treated and hardened and whatnot? And a lot of guns with just crumbling trunnions, uh, a lot of guns sliding out of spec as far as headspace goes and having issues like that. Um, and, and we're, we're really trying to find out, does, does an American or a domestic manufacturer actually make an AK that's worth a crap? And so our, our call to arms, our request for help is this. 
if you have an American-made AK, Kalishnikov USA, um, Century Visca, new one, you know, uh, PSA. Uh, PSA, new one, uh, just had a new 545 uh, by 39 PSA gun go out the door, look pretty flipping cool. But, you know, what we're asking is if you've got one of these guns and you've got a couple few thousand rounds through it, not, not well, I'll run, I'll run two mags through it and she only jammed seven times, I think it's good. Um, not that gun, not that guy. Um, but if you've got something, you've got a few thousand rounds through, um, understanding that ammo is not cheap right now, we'd love to hear from you about what it is. Make, model, what are the options? Is it a new one? Is it an old one? Um, if it's an old one, did you just get lucky? Or does it seem that, you know, there, you know, there's a certain make, model, brand that works? Um, because a lot of the good import guns have just dried up completely, and we'd love to know what other options are. Um, we became significantly less AK-centric uh, when, you know, the last administration screwed things up um, with AKs. So we'd love to hear from you on AKs, kind of get the feel of things. Um, you know, quote and Robsky reviews, uh, we've already read them, we've already listened to them, we've already watched them. Um, so, you know, if you got some real world experience on your own beating on them, we'd love to hear from you. So yeah, I think that's all I have on AKs and whatnot. So what works, yeah. what doesn't. So yeah, um, guys, we're always wanting to have conversations about tools, um, even toys to some extent, but tools and stuff like that, training, um, what's new, what's interesting, uh, what you're using, what you have real world experience with, or what you have some real time in training with and stuff like that. Uh, we spend a lot of time in the shopping conversations and, and I learn a lot from my customers and that's what drives me to go try something else and say, Hey, how does this work? Because somebody's got a scorpion and they love it or they have two and they love it. So I go and buy one, put it together and go put some rounds through it and can tell you, I think it's a good system because of X, Y, or Z. Um, but that conversation generally, the drive generally starts with you coming in saying, you guys should take a look at this. Um, we carry Canics for the same reason. We had one of our guys tell us, you know, hey, the Canic might be something not everybody's heard of, but the quality's there. You start playing around with them, doing the reviews, reading up on them, and you say, okay, let's give this a shot and go beat on one um, or two, you know, and go from there. That's, that's how it works. We'd love to hear from you. Um, we've got some of the best R and D guys in the world out there that are local LEOs, local military guys, and local serious shooters who put a lot of rounds down range. So love to hear from you as always. I think that's all I got. Yep. Um, on that note, you can follow us along on our social media. We're at Facebook and Instagram. So as we get interesting news and things along with product updates at the store, um, that's where they get posted. What's the new Instagram page? Uh, just in case. Yeah. Cassidy Outfitters 2 at Instagram. Because uh, the comedy bastards at Meta shut our first one down. Dirt balls. Uh, yeah. Uh, also, you can find on our website valuable information such as how to process, how to purchase a suppressor via our storefront over silencershop.com, along with how to do an FFL transfer. Uh, also, on our website, you can find uh, there's a link to sign up for our email newsletter uh, that comes out once a week on Fridays. Or you can drop us an email to info at capcityoffers.com. We will sign you up for the newsletter list. And then lastly, come visit us at the store. We're at Hilliard, Ohio, 4465 Cemetery Road. We're here 10 to 5, Tuesday through Saturday, and we look forward to seeing you soon. Thanks for tuning in, guys.